three, two. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gargles Podcast. Oh my gosh, it feels so good to be back. Um, we took a little bit of a week break, you know, just to recharge, recenter. Um, we are learning not to beat ourselves too hard whenever we need to take a break because at the end of the day, it does bring better quality to you guys, which who, who are the most the most important element of this whole thing. So thank you for coming back another week. Uh, we are excited to have you. Uh, Bianca is not going to be here with us today. She has other things to do, but also that opened up for today's dynamic. And for that, we have two amazing guests, which you guys know if you guys been listening to the podcast for a while, but I will still love to introduce them to you. The first guest, you've seen him recently around here, around this town, Salim Shagwe. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. How are you? Oh, I'm good, bitch. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A little sniffly, you know. Got yeah, the little, uh, hay mm-hmm. fever, seasonal allergies, and whatnot. But a little, a little sickly. I, I do appreciate that you uh, gather enough energy to be here for sure. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm gonna reintroduce Salim again. So he went to Bar College with me, and he studied human rights. And right now, he is uh, developing his work at what do you do, bitch? Again, wait, what's the thing? Um, <laughs> yeah. the, yo, I, 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 yo, I, mean, I had also... it. <laughs> I had it, yo. Oh my okay, gosh. Okay. I know what you do with you say for God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I thought like you should just I think that was perfect. You should just keep going. It's a it's a case manager. A case but, manager. But, case um, manager, there you go. All right. Yes. I should let y'all know I actually got a new job, so Did Wait, you? What? I did. What the fuck? And you I'm waited up- the I'm, I'm glad that you waited the podcast to tell us, actually. So, congratulations. Well, I wasn't necessarily waiting. I just kept on forgetting to say it every time we got <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, I mean, like, honestly, these things are so casual because I feel that we focus on other aspects of our relationship, uh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. still, like, really happy for you. Oh. And then, to bring it back to the audience real quick, let me just quickly, before we go to Off the Rails, let me introduce <laughs> the second person who is a guest on this episode. You guys also may know him from before jose hey bitch um jose has been here before for the episode of the shark tank game we had a lot of fun basically it was the three of us two and we were just being mad silly and basically i was like i miss you guys in the podcast um we the three of us have a little group and we always synergize really well so i was like we need to bring this back into the podcast eventually and finally after you know a lot of talking and scheduling we finally brought it home and i am glad that you're here too jose thank you for for, thank you for making time for this of course of course i'm happy to be here yeah so a a quick uh, summary on on jose so he also went to our college with salim and i and he graduated for computer science what do you do jose today nowadays nowadays (laughs) i'm actually a java developer and i work with the government Yes, he's a government official, so watch out. <laughs> don't, tell him, don't tell him if you do drugs, okay? That's all. <laughs> I work for Social Security. We don't care about that. <laughs> we just refer you to the people who care. Exactly. Like, Good morning. <laughs> Um, so, 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 why did I bring these guys today? Well, today uh, we are going to talk about a very beautiful topic uh, that I think that a lot of us either enjoy in our lives or struggle with, and whatever angle that might apply to you, 
I hope that this conversation uh, brings you some clarity or you might relate to it and find it fun. We basically are going to talk about uh, the creation and the maintaining of bonds with friendships. And this not necessarily will be like a how-to guide, but we will just be sharing what has worked in our own journey and what we've seen that it has worked in the people around us you know i feel that there is it's really important to talk about friendships overall because like any type of relationship it requires a lot of energy and thankfully for a lot of it it's been in autopilot but we also had our bumps in the road and i feel that to overcome those bumps there has to be a strong foundation so we're basically gonna gonna go back and and revisit those foundations and see what they are and why they're so effective you know not only in our friendship but with you guys with the audience and in your own social circles i mean you might pick up some ideas of like what to do or what not to do so let's see how that goes right yeah but before we go into the topic of the week, I am excited to introduce a new segment to the podcast. It's called the Fortune Cookie, or you, see, you know, that's a funny name to basically describe just like a little follow-up message or thought from previous conversations that we've had in other episodes. You know, sometimes it takes time to process some stuff. So for example, let's say that Bianca and I are sitting down and we are talking about something that is, for example, like last week, console culture, right? That it was a very beautiful conversation, but even after the conversation, I was still processing shit and I, I was getting information and also people react on the comments, under the post of us promoting the episode and that gave more ideas, right? So I always thought about this and I, I always been thinking about doing follow-up episodes, but what if instead of waiting so long until there is an opportunity to do a follow-up episode on each every, and every single thing, why don't we include a little segment with introduction and just follow up thoughts on the previous conversation. In this case, I do want to add a little bit on the topic that we talked last episode on cancel culture specifically, because I recently listened to an amazing podcast called the 10% Happier Podcast with a day then Harris. He, in this particular episode, invited this amazing woman called Loretta Ross, who preaches the culture of calling in people instead of calling them out. But as a society, and as we've expressed, we tend to rely on the calling out people too much, when in reality, people are super complex, and there can be mutual understanding even though there are disagreeing ideas at the end of the day they can be fundamental values that we can rely on to reach mutual understanding and that's something very important as a society especially i want to say the united states who is like in social turmoil right these kind of conversations are super necessary like find a middle point and she has a whole formula for that and that episode was so rich i don't want to go too into detail into it but she basically says there is different type of people there is the 90 percenters who mostly agree with everything that you say and like mostly have a you guys have a mutual understanding on what is important and what should be thrown into the trash right but then there is other types of people in between there is people there is a 75 percenters who agree with most of the ideas but then there is some that you don't agree on but you can still find mutual understanding there is like 50 percenters who are like people like your parents who might not understand most of the 
isms that we are trying to fight today, but the core values are still there for them. So you can still try to reach those, those people. Then she talked about the 25 percenters and the zero percenters who are basically the people who storm the capital. And that's a whole <laughs> other, that's a whole other uh, side of things. And one of the quotes that struck to me the most that she said when asked about the criticism, because she does receive criticism, ironically, from both sides, from the left and from the right about this calling in mentality. And she basically says, I just don't fail to see the humanity of the people caught up in the system. I will link that a podcast down below. Definitely check it out. It's an excellent follow up to the conversation we had last episode. So go check it out. All right. So now without further ado, let's go jump right into the topic of the week today. So let's let's bring it back, guys. I just quickly introduce you guys and then sweep you to the side real quick. So let, let's <laughs> let's bring you guys back in. How are you guys? I see that Salim, for example, you you got a fucking new job. All right. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. what? What the I heck? Didn't even know about this. Right. Yeah, so that's that's the news. That's one piece of news that I got for y'all in, in mm-hmm. the in the long list of many things that have happened. Um but yeah, no, I, I so if you want to hear a little bit about the job, y'all know that I've been trying to leave this place for a while. Um yeah, I've been working as a case manager for some time. And you know, I just felt like it was I was called to move on to try something else. And I applied for this job as a worker rights advocate. So this organization called the Worker Rights uh, Workers Justice Center uh, here in Kingston, New York, and they work a lot with like farm workers in the area, particularly like immigrant, uh, the immigrant community. And one thing I feel like I've been lacking in my in my life is like that connection to like the immigrant community in the area, knowing that there's a lot of immigrants here from you know Mexico and Central America, and you know some parts of South America, and just feeling like I've kind of been seeing them from afar, and then been wanting more to be in community with those people. And so I thought this is a great opportunity to do that. Um, I applied, got through the first round of interviews, got through the second round, and then I got my a job offer two Fridays ago, and I accepted last oh Tuesday. Go. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am so happy for you. Does that mean that you're ready to become my baby daddy? Mm. Honestly, for real. Oh. Like, that's mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to be my own baby daddy. <laughs> I, I got to parent myself. You know, I got to parent myself before I, yeah. I don't know what that yet. All right. <laughs> but, no, you know, thank, thank you for sharing that with us. And it does feel really special that you decided to sharing the podcast even though you didn't plan for that to happen and you stroll off the tongue but (laughs) thank you anyways you know um and what about you jose what you been up to besides besides sucking dick you know in my free time (laughs) actually that's my main job in my side job life has been weird life has been weird and good you know uh i'm glad i'm so grateful for my job i've been working here six seven months now but you know it's not exactly what i thought it would be but i think every day i'm trying to make it what I want it to be, you know? And specifically this week, I'm actually in this uh, really cool Postgres SQL class, if anybody who knows coding and stuff. It's just, it's pretty much like working with database and stuff. It's something I really, really enjoy and really, really love. Uh, so, so far, like today's, uh, like I've just been in so far and it's just, it's been great so far. So I'm really excited for this week and something to look forward to uh, every day to go to work instead of just being like, I'm work. I'm like, yeah, work. So, yeah. yeah, no, that, that that definitely finding aspects that you enjoy in your workplace is so necessary, especially like in a, in a place that you spend so much time of your life. So much. Even if it's not physical, it's still very much mental. And mm-hmm. that's all of it. You know, mental is really all of it. Because if I could be at work only physical and then I'd be flying in the stars and, uh, you know, in my head. Girl, I'm dead. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> His uh, astral projecting yeah, from, right. from your office. Okay, Dr. Strange. But anyways, well, I just got a new computer, as you guys may know. Yes, and... I did not. Okay. Oh, you guys, you, you Celine didn't, I didn't I did not. That. Well, I just, I, I just, just landed literally after months of waiting. I ordered it back in February and I just got it a few days ago. Amazing. And yeah, I'm going to start basically gaming a lot. I'm going to start streaming. Um, hey. So yeah, uh, if for the audience who loves hearing my annoying voice, there's going to be another platform <laughs> for you guys to... You know, follow up yeah. on me. I'll let follow you know. I'll let Twitch. you guys know later. I'll let you guys know later my links, you know, or whatever. Follow him on Twitch at Princess Booty Boy One Two Three. Oh, bitch, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> these bitches. This is why I hate them and love them at the same time. But we're but, on this uh, podcast. <laughs> it is why we're on this podcast. Yeah, that is well, the reason. So let's let's actually bring it to the reason because. Mm-hmm. The topic of the week, friendship, you know, and the different angles that we want to take that in and exploring the foundation of friendships before we explore the specifics. For those out there, you know, I feel that there is a lot of people and we should normalize this, accept that there is people who don't have friends. There is people who just don't. And I, I kind of res- I kind of respect people who don't have friends because that I means that they have standards. That they, they, they just like, I'm not mm. just not going to be friend whoever the fuck. It's just like, I want to share my time with people who I actually like, resonate with on a deeper level, right? Right. So that's kind of hard to find. It's not everybody like that. A lot of people can be friendly. That's basically the difference between, for example, like when you go to work, when you go to school to study, you meet a lot of friendly faces and you interact or whatever. But once you get out of that space, are you going to still make the effort to be with those people? You still, you're only going to make the effort with the people that you deeply resonate with, whether consciously or subconsciously. It just happens. It's happened to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think is a good way to make friends in general? It's a big question. That um, is a big question. I mean, I big, think it's a big question. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a cap out, but I'm gonna like even use our friendship as an example. I think, <laughs> honestly, I feel like our friendship was very like, now look, I have bad memory compared to both of y'all, so y'all jump in at any point, correct me, but like, I just feel like our friendship was kind of like accidental. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I feel like we weren't like, ooh, look at him. Ooh, he looked mm-hmm. Dominican. <laughs> like, ooh, <laughs> he looked <laughs> Like, it wasn't like that. Like, I think, I don't remember exactly how it happened, how, but I know we like played video games together. Like, of course, we had mutual friends, and that's how I met, I met, so my son, I know I met you through Helen. And, you know, when you were running around saying that you weren't gay, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> and, then when was I went fun. A, and then when I went around and saying I was gay. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, I'm gay, I'm gay. And then our friend Helen was like, no, guys, he's joking, he's joking. He's like, he's like, I'm gay, I'm gay. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, we, we really, really bonded over playing video games and having mutual friends. And then we, we just kept playing together. Oh, wait, we played together once before. Let's keep playing and things like that. So, I mean. I, I want to say have a mutual interest with someone, but I don't want to make it so black and white because mm-hmm. like all three of us have many different, many different right. interests and things like that. So I feel like it's deeper than that. But just to, on a surface level, that's something that definitely can bring people right. together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just to follow it up, I, I want to say also, I I wouldn't even say surface level because I, I don't think like our shared interests were shared interests because they were superficial things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually feel like they actually speak to something deeper about each of us, right? Like, I mean, just speaking on the topic of video games and, you know, actually I want to talk about our other shared interests as well, like dance and, you know, how we oh, you yeah. know, share space in that. But, mm-hmm. you know, just talking about video games, gaming is like, that's a community that runs deep and wide. That's a community that goes all over the place. And there's a certain like relatability that you can find with somebody who can appreciate video games 
And, you know, even from like, you know, for example, me as a case manager, I talk to kids, right? Some of them are gamers. Some of them like want to stream. Some had talked to me about streaming. And those have actually been sort of points of entry to deeper conversations that we have that actually contribute to the work and the relationship that we're building, right? Mm -hmm. And I say, I think the same was like for our friendship, right? I think the video games, we each have had a passion for video games. And so that might've been like a fun way for us to sort of like connect at first, but you know, that created the space that we needed to relate to each other, to find out more, to uncover different layers, right? I mean, same thing for, you know, all of the dance clubs that we were a part of. Something that we all loved and found our way toward was dance, right? Mm -hmm. And we each had our own relationships to it going in. We all have such vastly different stories, but we all arrived at the same point because we were all called to dance, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That, honestly, that was just such a beautiful space to connect in that way, because I think we also, well, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I think y'all were also a big part of how my relationship to dance evolved over time, right? Like the seeing the way y'all related to it. And we created this space where we were all sort of allowed to grow together. We all became better dancers through each other. And that also in turn strengthened our friendship because we were spending more time together. And then friendships were just this like, I don't know, it just tied things together. I don't know. It just, I don't even know how to express it, but it just. You know, I want to help you all a little bit. I do love that you call their entry points uh, in terms of, for example, like the video games mm. and stuff like that. Because, for example, in my experience, not every person that I have played video games with have I, I befriended. Not every person I've danced yeah. with I befriended. But if I had befriended every person I've danced with right now, this podcast will have way more people. But... Uh, <laughs> You'd be drowning but, friends. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a great way to put it, the entry point, because... At the end of the day, that's not the only thing, like finding common spaces to develop that kind of connection. That's kind of the platform for exploring everything else, which is yeah. basically the, the personalities and how right. they match with each other. But in turn, you, you also went a little further and said how this your space where we were able to share our personalities and also help you explore other entry points. Uh, which is, for example, dancing in this case. So I feel right. that I like that that little bit of a back and forward that entry point is definitely, even though it does sound a little surface level, it can be also very meaningful in terms of expanding your own net or your own reach. I have experienced the same, the same type of things in different levels and in different aspects with you guys and with other friends that we, we yeah, and the entry point might be high school, let's say. And then through that platform, we get to know each other. I find the personalities that I match the most with. And then through that, then I find things through them that you could categorize as entry points, but are pretty much developing another meaningful side of myself. That's another beautiful thing about friendships. Friendships can actually help you expand your own self, explore side of you that you weren't aware that you enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, that you like. For example, jumping back into video games. So we have machine tattoos. <laughs> I, I, I want to yeah. say that like that to that. We have machine tattoos and the machine tattoo is uh, basically is player one, player two, player three. Jose is player one, Salim is player two, and I'm player three. There is a reason why I'm player three. So <laughs> I got my ass beat by this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Tomas, and you know, I'm not just saying this because, like, I'll if you trash, you trash. But like, you actually got better over time. You actually, I'm genuinely saying, did. I'm you saying. really did, though. Cause we used to kill you, and now we kill yeah, you. We still yeah, kill yeah, you, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, yeah. less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that's that's so so. It's interesting because yes, we met because of our interest of video games, but 
through that mutual interest, I got better at some aspects of it. And, and you know, I, I found confidence in exploring other sides of video gaming that I thought it was too late for me to explore. For example, mm. you know how these kids started like playing uh, Fortnite since they're like four years old, and by the time they're fifteen, they're fucking genius. <laughs> you see, you see the, the Google, Google you see the, the YouTube, the YouTube, the YouTube videos, bitch, of the PvP players that have been playing since they were they were, they were children, and like they've been sniping people for like two hundred. <laughs> Two hundred scopes, like no scopes. Right, I'm saying, I'm like, it's intimidating. It's a fucking intimidating watching that that shit. So I, I really categorized myself for a long time. It's like, yeah, no, uh, that's just unreachable. So I'm definitely not gonna explore. I know the types of video games I like, and that's it for me, right? Mm -hmm. So without even intending to, just sharing that activity with other people encouraged me to explore other aspects of it, other aspects that I thought were too late for me to explore and that can be applied for anything really you don't read much but you join a reading club and then a few months later a few years later you're like oh shit well i'm reading with a passion you know there is not it's not really too late for anything new in your life not at all and and that's something to to point out we are living in a society that is very much ruled by age by age restrictions and ageism and we usually put that on ourselves nobody even puts that on us nobody nobody like i feel like very few people explicitly tell you oh you are 25 oh that's too late to start writing or that's too late to start pursuing an acting career it's us i don't know why that happens but we put that on ourselves it might be something subliminal that the way we are raised to think that way honestly you saying that just reminded me of something else just to jump back on what celine was talking about dance bitch i literally and literally i feel like most of my college we were just dancing together honestly mm-hmm. and i don't know how that like just slipped my mind in when we were talking about it but i even think about it and Tomas, i don't know if i've ever told you this but literally being on a line dance club so just going back to what you said about you know like oh no one ever this is like when I was growing up in the church and like I would be you know there's always like the little dance group in the church and I'll never mm-hmm. forget after I danced on stage this bitch told me she was like you were kind of stuff up there I was like bitch ass ooh I can't stand people but like <laughs> her telling me <laughs> but like I was so mad I'm like bitch mm-hmm. in the church but like mm-hmm. it just made me really church. mad <laughs> I was I was so mad because I'm, I'm already really shy. I'm already shy on stage, uncomfortable with my body, feeling really stiff, and just not knowing how to feel comfortable in my body. And, like, of course, by the end of that, like, I got better at it. But even getting to college, I was still kind of nervous. I knew step, but I just... I was like, step is my thing. I'm good at step. I'm gonna stick with step. And then Latin dance, I was like, ooh. And then like, I don't know, just you teaching me, like, you know, you teach me all you knew. And also one thing you did that like, my long story short is like, you pair me up with people that you know I could dance with. Like the, the person I danced with a lot was like Ruby. And Ruby was, <laughs> she was a dancer, capital D dancer. Uh-huh. And she could dance. <laughs> and, and just knowing that like, <laughs> Uh, link to her page on the description down below. I yeah, guess. First shout out. First yeah. shout out. Yeah. <laughs> but like just knowing that you like you had enough confidence in me because no matter what you say, if you can't be on the same level as the person you dance with, like it just it won't synergize. If the person's like can do five turns but you can only manage a dip, like it's like okay. Mm-hmm. But you put me with that person and knowing that even though I might not have been on her level of expertise, I was able to grow and just, I don't know, just all the faith you had in me and just knowing and the way you taught me and just, uh, mm-hmm. I never told you that, but thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. I always say whenever I get a compliments similar to those, I'm like, it's, it's always good to hear because I, even though I look at it a certain way, there's other perspective into it that applies to the same thing. So yeah, like, thank you. I mm-hmm. appreciate that a lot. And I will say that that specific example that Jose just mentioned, happens every time in different situations right that whenever you bring yourself into a space to share with people 
you always come up with better quality on your own product, right? And there's a specific setting where that can happen that, for example, it wouldn't be so easy as to, for example, Jose, if he doesn't join the, the Latin dance club, right? And he just goes straight up to Ruby and it's like, can you teach me how to dance? You know, I feel that that same kind of dynamics maybe wouldn't develop, which is why mm-hmm. I think it's super important to find those little groups. It doesn't have to be a whole college club. Maybe you're, you're not in college, but there is still space, especially now. Now, in pandemic that that has developed online or i wanted to talk about discord and i think mm. that this is the perfect this is the perfect oh my gosh I, i'm so glad i remember discord so for those of you who don't know discord is the spot it really is it really is who's paying you my first ad, my first sponsor. No, actually, no sponsor because I could get sued if I fake sponsor. So, um, so, so, yeah, because it's people might be asking, okay, yeah, like join a club, but we're in a fucking pandemic, and there is people who there is people yeah. who are over it. There is people who are like, yeah, I'm back in socialize, I'm back in the clubs, bitch. Like, yeah, I'm doing that already. <laughs> and there is people who are like, I don't want to leave my room. So let's talk to each individual you know we already talked to the people who feel comfortable getting out there finding places where they can develop their own craft but you don't need to do it that all of that physically necessarily you can do it through your phone too you know and that's why i wanted to mention discord specifically because that app specifically can seem a little jarring at first but it's a whole it's just like a social media that you when you first got instagram you didn't know all the ins and outs. And now Instagram is, uh, is uh, you open up Instagram without even thinking about it. You might even, you, you, you post a story without even thinking about it, ho. So this is of that, basically. Just give yourself, <laughs> because I was that. I was that person who opened, like, whenever uh, you invited me, Jose, to this the first time, I was like, this is so complicated. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But... Basically, you can find any type of community on Discord. Use Google whatever you want to do. Like, for example, let's say uh, Reading Club Discord. And it will show you mad links of groups created through Discord that focus on that. And it's very much an intuitive experience where you can connect with people like this from any side of the universe, from any side of the of the globe. So I definitely encourage people to check out Discord if you don't feel comfortable just going out there physically. For example, I want to talk about a little bit of about Discord in a specific example. Just recently, I joined the server that is about game. That is, it's a gaming community. It's a community about gamers. Interestingly enough, from Europe. And I'm a Dominican that who lives in New York, right? Probably the only New Yorker <laughs> in there. But it was still pretty easy to just find them and join them. And these people have a plenty of activities that they do on the weekends. Discord is pretty easy, just like Zoom, to hop on calls, uh, even video calls if you want to. And uh, share experiences with people like that so definitely check it out i'm meeting people from europe just recently just by a random discord that i joined and it's just like that so definitely explore that or ask a friend who is on discord already to show you around no yeah and honestly too like on discord too i love Discord. i didn't know about discord either until literally when the pandemic hit because that's how me and a lot of my work friends actually stayed in touch because when we started working from home we didn't see each other that often and we all really really love hanging out we used to meet up every friday uh, every other week play video games, all kind of stuff and we were like oh my god we can't see each other anymore so we all got on discord and now literally at any point throughout the day someone is most likely on whether it's like at 10 o'clock at night or like 10 o'clock in the morning you can just go on and go on the voice channel there's like voice channels and for the people who don't know about it there's like voice channels and like 
there's an area where you can also just like type stuff. There's different chats and things. So if you want to have a chat to just talk about general stuff, you can say, hello, I insert general thing. I'll have a good mm-hmm. example. <laughs> or if you want to have like a... a, a... <laughs> my That's the most about. general thing I've ever heard. Yeah, right. That... <laughs> Beep, boop, bop. Insert dinner. Gobble me, follow me. Okay, anyway. Um... <laughs> Why is that your default? I don't know. <laughs> she already released a new song. You should, you should actually like update it, update right. your catalog. Anyway, more of the story is Discord is great. It's so easy. It, it, it like once you like yeah. So when you open up, it's like oh my god, what are all these things? And then once you like just click buttons, like oh this is really easy. The more the point, yeah. it's just something that's an easy way to just stay connected with people that you like. Mm-hmm. Such a joyous thing to see how we stay connected. You know? Yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten closer with random people through those little activities that we do in mm-hmm. the little in the little server, which is a beautiful. But yeah, I, I don't want to keep putting this corona pedestal. There is definitely other online platforms that can offer similar similar things. Mm-hmm. We just we just can we're just talking from the experience that we have on Discord. You know, I, I love how. People have learned new ways to find community online mm-hmm. um, because of the pandemic and, and, you know, unfortunate circumstances led to people kind of tapping into this creativity and, and finding out how we can connect to one another. I mean, Zoom being like, you know, one of the main things that's probably like they profited so much, mm-hmm. um, but has been like just leaned on so much because it shows people have like this hunger to connect with one another. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Discord is another one of those things that like popped up for me. I mean, at least, you know, my relationship with Discord started during the pandemic when, you know, like, like Jose said, like, you know, people coming together, you know, to play Among Us. And I don't know. I just think it's, it's such a beautiful thing um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that people have been able to find ways around that and that people have like heard the people who develop these apps and these platforms have heard the call for that and, you know, just done it. I know, right? I know, right? know, right? Find common space in, in a time where we can't share physical space in a lot of the same ways that we used to. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah. I 100% agree. All right, let's take a little bit of a step back. Let's take a little bit of a break. Um, I asked Aline to actually, if he wanted to, to bring a piece of writing to with him into the podcast to hear i haven't listened i haven't heard any writings from him in a while so i was missing that i was like bring it to the platform share with the world so (laughs) take the stage take the microphone it's your turn okay (laughs) um so tomas i mean you might be slightly disappointed because this is one that you've already heard before all right um but you know it's a new setting mm-hmm. i haven't read it in a while i love like i actually really enjoy reading my work it comes to i feel like for me it comes to life in a new way and that's actually something that i i just want to shout out the writing group that we have put together me and tomas were part of this like writing group and it was just a beautiful shared space speaking of shared spaces just like a beautiful shared space absolutely some, like great conversations great you know mm-hmm. development as artists and people seeking that same Kind and of. that wasn't a thing that we saw that it was already formed out there. We literally formed, Salim literally formed this, just reaching out to a couple of people. And it's like, hey, you want to meet every Sunday? Just uh, share writings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And literally, I feel everybody can attest how much development we all got from that. Yeah. And it was literally for free. Nothing. We didn't have to find yeah. an expert on the topic. Yeah. And we still grew from that. Yeah, the power of shared interest. Man. This mm-hmm. power of shared interest. You really mm-hmm. can't can't knock that. But yeah, no. So shout out to the to writing group. Shout out to Naya too, because she, you know, I, I gotta say we co-created that. That was that came the group was born out of a conversation that we had. So 
um i always got a shout out to her but yeah i can i can just get into it i yeah i, I won't speak on the topic i'm gonna just let the the poem speak for itself here we go the poem is called flow um i might be a little sniffly i hope that my coughing you know, I'm going to pray to God that my coughing and my sneezing just pauses for, like, the next however long it takes me to read this. You got it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Here's flow. Beloved, don't you know not to play with demons, to constantly picket scabs on top of wounds in need of healing? Just remember that every soul has its weakest moments. And remember that, in truth, you really are your only opponent. Shadow box with the devil inside to see. Once you learn to, to love yourself, your soul will finally be set free. But it's okay if today the self inside can't throw a punch or find a word, because the state of the world right now is truly absurd. If not words, then choose movement to break the chains and sever those ties. But please, beloved, always resist the urge to keep living in lies. Remember within you exists the essence of all things, the bliss. And with that reminder, every morning, ask yourself this. Why do you seek water when you are the stream? Why actively choose to stay locked in a dream? Why ask for directions when you already know where to go? When you could choose to be a channel for the ethereal flow. Oh, damn, bitch. Wow. Ooh, I was like, chill. Uh, I, I am blown out of the water. Uh, yeah, you, I know you said that you read this to me before, but it feels that like the first time. And it is such a powerful message of take a break. Take a deep breath. Mm. You are okay. You're mm -hmm. doing okay. You're you are mm -hmm. here. Uh, I love that type of message, and I love the way you put it into words, Alim. Thank you for thank sharing you. that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, all your listeners, for listening. Yeah. Thank you, all your listeners. All you did, because we are we know we got a, we are got an audience. Yeah, to, to be aware of, a future audience. Mm -hmm. So thank y'all. Or a present audience. What is time? Oh yeah, what is time? Oh, you're right. You're right. Or yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what is time? I will say this is like when you first were like, all right, here's flow. I will say like for the first point five milliseconds, I was distracted because I pictured flow from Progressive. Yo, what? Yo, yo, I am, I am so fucking dead because that girl is really making her coins. Like, wow, look at us talking about flow. Just random. Like, literally, really I know the word flow is for F L O W, but it really took off the W in my hand. I thought about flow. I mean, <laughs> look, she, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's doing her thing. She uh oh yeah, but on a more serious note at the same time too, I love that you feel comfortable sharing that with us. I think that's like another thing about our friendship is like you and Tamata are definitely both writers, you know, in your own regard. Y'all both do different types of writing, but me, I really I'm not much of a writer. I I write every once in a while, I'll do like this little snippets here and there, but I'm not mm. I would never call myself like a writer. But I just love that well <laughs> but I still love that I love that you like feel comfortable sharing that with us, you know. And I know that's what your own growth about like, you know, sharing your writing and stuff too. But I feel like that's all shows us our friendship is like mm. we have so many different interests. You know, we play video games, we read each other, you know, I listen because I don't I don't be writing stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, yeah. I I agree. Yeah. It's the importance of feeling comfortable around each other. That's another key factor of developing friendship. Obviously you're not gonna no nobody is a hundred percent Tomas other than myself, right? Nobody should strive to be, or I shouldn't strive to be nobody yeah. else a hundred percent fully. Mm -hmm. But it's in those differences that is there is also beauty too. There is the same type of 
of richness that there is in similarities in allowing the other to just be and right. show themselves to you, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I do feel very special every time uh, any of my friends do feel comfortable around my own energy. And I do feel very privileged whenever I do feel comfortable and they let me be myself around them, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. a very, it's a very powerful thing for sure. Well said. Well said. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with that. And and actually, like, there was actually one thing that I want to touch on earlier in the conversation, which was just about, you know, kind of like what you said, which is just how important it is that though we might be different, one of the things that we all, I guess, allow each other to do is to express those differences. We create a space that allows us to be, express the things that we might not have been able to express around other people that are part of our, like, our authentic selves. And in that way, allow us to, what Jose was talking about earlier, I think, which was just being able to grow, right? Like kind of pushing us to grow in certain ways or allowing us the room. Just how I feel like, I mean, what I wrote down here in my little note is just like how other people are important in creating a fertile soil for growth by allowing room for exploration, allowing space for discomfort of new experiences or old experiences repackaged without the judgment or the pressure that we might normally associate with them. So to me, it's just sort of like that. Y'all allow me to experience a side of myself and have allowed me to experience sides of myself that I have not been able to express around other people. And those sides, because I, you've created the space for that expression, I have been able to develop that side of myself to get to know mm. another side of myself. Kind of like Jose, Jose was talking about like how you paired him up with dancers that were on his kind of frequency and he grew as a dancer because of it, right? In that way, we sort of push each other. We just push each other to grow into more authentic versions of ourselves. And I think any good friendship does that, right? Like I think any good friendship allows you to be who you are without judgment and allows you to grow that part of yourself that you might have to feel that you have to hide around other people right there are so many parts of myself that i've hid from people my whole life and our mm-hmm. friendship was in some ways an outlet for me to express that mm-hmm. and now i'm at a point point where like i'm kind of over that phase of hiding from anybody right and i'm really trying to figure out how it is that i want to articulate my authentic self in different spaces like mm-hmm. you know that i might have felt the need to hide before like you know with family with certain friends like at work like whatever the case may be or just like out in, in the world on the day to day. And I feel like good friendships give you the courage to lean into yeah. that, like, you know, authentic self more and more and, and find eventually for me, you know, it helped me find the courage to express that outside of the friendship as well. Yeah, no, honestly, that's a beautiful way to, to put it. And I love that it applies for both for uh, commonalities and also the uh, unique aspects about each person uh-huh. and how, yeah. how they can, the potential of development. I think that the, the, the first thing I thought about was how I was able to develop myself, expressing my own sexual orientation mm. as a gay person easily, you know, around you guys, because we are all in the spectrum. But it was a right. different level to be able to continue that exploration around people who are consider this a straight that added a level to normalcy to the whole thing that allowed me to explore different avenues that I didn't even consider. Yeah. And that was that's definitely a beautiful process. And either or different commonalities and differences too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Say, I also want to jump up what you said and say you talked about how like you got to explore your own sexuality, I think, in that journey for you. But I feel like for me, it's almost too, I think, being friends with you and also a lot of other friends at bar that made me feel comfortable learning who I was outside of that, too. I felt like for so much of my life, I was in the closet, bitch. Mm-hmm. And when I finally came out, I was like, I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm G-A-Y. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like for like a, a certain period of my life, I was like, I'm gay. I'm, gay. I don't know, I, I'm not expressing it well, but a piece of my personality felt like I was just, I was gay first and then Jose, because I, mm-hmm. I had hit it for so long. And I just wanted to show everybody I was gay. I wanted to be gay and I wanted to just be loud and proud. And then at some point I was like, wait, but who am I? 
And so with, with Celine, what you said too really really resonated with me to grow into more authentic versions of myself. I even wrote it down. <laughs> Growing into more authentic versions of myself because I feel like as y'all encouraged me to do, I was I felt comfortable around you all, but also felt like I can be more than that. Okay, cool, I'm gay. We accept you. Okay, now now that you're gay and now that you're out the closet, now not not that you're gay, I've always been gay, but now that you're out the closet and like you know enjoying that and expressing that and loving that part about yourself, who are you with that? Who am I in conjunction with that? Not just your gay Jose, your Jose. You're gay, but you also play video games. You also love computer science. You also love, you know, all these other outside of that. Being around friends who encourage you to just be you and not be anything else besides that, you really get to really learn who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. as Salim very well put it into words, it flowed like progressive. Oh, yeah, okay. like progressive. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy the car and rental? You want to buy You want to buy <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, now it's time for Jose to share his writing. Okay, hey. <laughs> everybody ready? <laughs> he put the free stuff first. That's those free credit report.com. Bitch, it up. All right, so another thing I wanted to explore with you guys in the field of commonalities and that I think that is very much a pillar in exploring any type of relationship, including friendship, of course, is love. I feel that, yes, in different types of friendship, there can be different types of things in common, whether that's dancing, whether that's reading, whether that's video games, whether that's having the same tattoo. But love is a constant, no matter the type of friendship that it is, or at least it should be. If not, then it's bound to wither away, you know? Um, we don't want that, right? So let's talk a little bit about love. Let's talk a little bit about love. I love, love, love talking about love. Because also abstract concepts can apply, feelings can apply, the mutuality of it can develop relationships. And exploring that and actually grounding them is a great tool for developing synergy. I think that love can be expressed in so many ways. There is actually, scientifically speaking, different types of showing affection. People express love differently. And maybe understanding the way your peer expresses love, because I express love uh, in a different way that Salim expresses love. Salim expresses love in a different way than Jose expresses love. You know, we Mm -hmm. all express love differently. And I think that in my own experience, sometimes one of the issues that I find that I, that one of the bumps in the road that I find with some friendships is that it's when it comes down to the root of it, when examining it from a very much a macro perspective is that uh, we don't understand the type of love that we naturally give to each other because it's not the same. And that's what we should try to practice more understanding, right? So let's actually describe the types of love that there can be in people from a very much bullet point scientific manner and then we can develop it from there you know so Mm -hmm. who wants to go first what is a type of love that and this is also we are pulling this information from an article that i will link down below too well the first one that comes to mind for me is physical touch um Mm. and i think the reason why it's so much more in my mind now than any other time because like during covid we can't do that and i want to i want to emphasize physical touch because it can mean many different things to many different people a lot of times people think of physical touch as like sexual things are more sensual things that you do with a partner but physical touch can also just be like hugging someone and like missing hugs from people like recently yeah i saw a friend a while ago who hadn't seen him forever because of covid and other things and like the hug i was like oh my god this is a great hug Mm -hmm. and who knows if it was good or not but i'll just like you know Mm-hmm. And physical touch. So physical touch, yeah. Holding yeah, yeah. hands, hugs, massages, just just touching. Sucking dick. I mean, yeah. yeah, that too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Delete, delete. Gagging on it. It's a different time. Right. Um, Salim, what, what is another type of love that uh, you think about? Um, well, I mean, very appropriate for me would be gift giving. Giving mm-hmm. gifts. That's my preferred method of of giving. Or I mean, was was for a long time. Um, but yeah, just giving other people things that will make them happy. And, you know, honestly, just to speak on this a little bit, I actually have the How to Love book that I referenced on the first podcast that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I, I continue to reference to this day because I feel like it informs so much of my thinking about love or just articulates it in such a beautiful way. Um, and I remember there was this part that I'll see if I can find, but I, for now, I'll just describe, which is basically just talking about how to give a proper gift, what mm. giving a proper gift is. And, and the foundation of being able to give a proper gift is understanding the person, right? Mm. Because the whole thing that they were talking about here was that it's important to know what the other person likes. It's important to know what the other person values, what they treasure, the things that mm. bring them pleasure and joy. Because if you don't know that, the gift is just an expression of who you are, not necessarily mm. a, a, a reflection of who they are, right? Mm. For example, like if I give Tomas an apple, but Tomas hates apples, then was it really a gift, right? Like if it wasn't something that he would have liked to receive. So like what you are saying is that I shouldn't be handing out dildos to everybody. All right, good to know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Duly noted, right? Duly noted. Actually, I found the page if you... if. Y'all wouldn't mind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, So the page is called The Right Gift. It's on page 90 for those of y'all that want to follow along um, and happen to have the book for whatever reason. So it's called The Right Gift. In Vietnam, there's a fruit that many people love called durian. It has a strong smell and it's quite expensive. Many people like it very much, but I don't like it at all. Someone who sees me working very hard might think, oh, time must be very tired. I should offer him some durian. But if you force me to eat it, I would suffer a lot. So to love someone, you have to understand the real needs of that person and not impose on her what you think is needed for her to be happy. Understanding is the foundation of love. Hmm. Wow. Love that. Love that so much. And it does describe the, the type of love that is give, uh, giving gifts a lot and how to do it with the quality applied to it. Another type of love that really resonates with me specifically, and I think that I do practice that one, is uh, carrying out kind acts. Mm. Um, I think that I I have been discovering about myself that I'm not much of a physical touch type of love necessarily. I do receive it from people, like from y'all, like you are very much physical, yeah. and I do react to that. But I feel that the one that I rely the most on is okay. I might not necessarily cuddle you, but I'm. I'm I'm gonna clean your kitchen. Or- <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's love, though. I feel that. Yeah, that is definitely you. you. Know, <laughs> that's, I, I, and that, that's that's me. Like I I I I I do do enjoy so much uh, helping in that way. And when I found out that that's actually a f- type of affection, a type of love language, I'm like, oh wow, it does make sense. Because going back to what I said at the beginning, I feel that sometimes whenever I will receive a certain type of love, I will feel the urge to reciprocate with the same type of love. And uh, even if it doesn't come out from the heart necessarily, uh-huh. uh, but just like from just relying 
focusing on, well, I do love the person and this is the example that they're giving me. So this is the example I should give back and we should maybe try to, and maybe actually talk it out with people. So it's acknowledged that, okay, yeah, this is actually the, 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 the way I do like uh-huh. expressing love, you know, and each one of them should be equally valued i think another one another big one that we all practice is spending quality time together uh we all live far from each other and that's one of the things i do i do appreciate a lot about you guys is that we do make the time to every once in a while meet and actually spend time with each other even though we do spend time with each other online and that's also very much valuable and and quality time whenever we do so but actually going out of our ways and meeting each other physically i think that is another type of love that i do appreciate a lot and Uh um, maybe many people in the audience do too and another one that we didn't mention is say nice things to each other. That's another one that doesn't roll off the tongue really easily for me, but, or even getting it from other people. Like I do have a hard time getting compliments, but there comes the other type of conversation is that learning how to get love because yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. I feel that the ones that I struggle with myself particularly, and maybe that might resonate with the audience, is coming from insecurities of me, of myself, and maybe mm. my own self-esteem that maybe I'm not deserving of that type of love. And you definitely are. You're definitely, we all are deserving of all types of love in every niche, shape, or form. And uh, go to therapy. like honestly and i mean i will say and, and i will say speaking of my own experience with therapy i started i've been going to therapy since um november um and i will say that of all the things that ter- therapy has taught me i think it's taught me to learn how to love myself better mm. um because i think that's another thing i feel like when you talk about love and like love languages, I think you often think about giving and receiving love to other people, but you also have to think about it in the context of yourself. Like, how do you give yourself love? What do you do for yourself? That's true. Yeah, physical touch can be other people, but physical touch can also be yourself. And that's masturbating. And masturbating. And that could be funny, but it's also like, you know, how do you give yourself pleasure? How do you make time for yourself? You know, do you spend mm-hmm. do you spend do you spend quality time with yourself? Right? Do you give yourself gifts? Do you give yourself compliments? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a powerful tool to to practice self love. And as silly as as it may be to just like look at yourself in the mirror and be like oh you look cute honey you know oh, it definitely, yes. it definitely might add a little Spice. grain of salt grain of yeah. salt to your own self-esteem hell yeah. hell yeah it really might seem silly at first but the more you do it the more you start feeling yourself i don't know it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's good and that definitely is a big tool you know bringing it back to the topic of a friendship is definitely a stepping stone into practicing better friendship is the self-love mm. that you give yourself how are you mm. going to love others if you don't love yourself yeah, yeah. I, I just want to quickly say just speaking on the saying nice things to each other all the words of affirmation i think recently i personally tried to take on that one even more than normal because i too struggle with receiving compliments and things like that i, I know you know the saying is like you know you can't love yourself how you know how you gonna love somebody else i think it's like from drag i don't know whatever that show is i forgot what it's called <laughs> i think that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not all, not not all gays, nor RuPaul's right great guys. Yes, yes, I'm not a, I'm <laughs> yeah, clearly <laughs> evidence right here, <laughs> right yes, here. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be a better gay, my friends. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on it. I, need, I actually really need to. Okay, I do need to watch that show eventually. Um, but me I too. I haven't watched it. Watch other, it. Other than RuPaul's name, <laughs> yeah, but you got, I don't really know anything yeah, about it. Yeah, I was like, y'all got you got three. Y'all got three examples. 
of gay people who wait, don't wait, know RuPaul. Like, I, don't, I don't know RuPaul. Oh <laughs> okay, is this another comment that we have? That's how we became friends. Like, yeah, I, exactly. hey, no, man, I know that a lot of my straight friends, they love following the Instagram page Grinder. And it's very yeah. much as funny as, 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 as funny as funny as that page is. It definitely is definitely many of the jokes uh, speak some stereotypes of gay people that we can definitely laugh at in a very lover money manner. Yes. But let's not get it confused with reality. Not all of us do everything. Yeah, you know. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your gay is not my gay. Exactly. There you go. It's G A Y, not G A. Okay. No, I was about to say a bad. Okay. Oh, you can cut that. Just get it to your favorite. Get it to your Okay, anyway, uh, before Talim uh, interrupted me and distracted me. Uh, the point I'm making is they say if you can't love yourself how you, how you gonna love someone else and I think that's definitely true in terms, not definitely true I think it's you can love someone better when you love yourself you know but or I'm not, I'm not gonna get too deep into that but I feel like it's also I, I think for me what I like to do is something I'm struggling with myself is to now it's not that I'm saying like I you know I'm self-conscious about how I look or so but you know we all have our own things or whatever and I'm trying to learn how to love myself better I like when I look in the mirror like damn that you looking good mm-hmm. but like I feel like it makes it easier when I can look at my friends say oh my god that alpha is looking nice oh my god your hair looks so nice today so mine's like oh Celine, them curls is getting it and like they're mm. all valid compliments because i don't want to be like oh my god love that uh belt buckle on your belt because it's just not a genuine comment i want to say things from the heart because i think it also shows myself if i can compliment my friends and love my friends and see the good in them or see these awesome things about them and then i can also do it for myself so i think that's just one act of love that i've been trying to do more and more lately or even like the small things like oh my god i love the way you i love that poem that you read today tomas like you know i love i love i said tomas Celine. well you, you you call him you call him that's a nickname for him you know yeah you that's his nickname him. oh my uh-huh. god tomas. No, <laughs> um, tomas. i didn't i didn't consent to that Tomismo? Oh, you didn't say Tomismo. Tomismo. I love that one for you. That's your uh, No. Oh, wow. Anyways, so. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, we wait. That's so great. You're going to have a fun time editing this, huh? Yeah, but he's going to be slicing. Oh, I think nice I'm going to let this part all the way in, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Salim, I, I think you also had a point to bring before we wrap it yes, up. Yes, yes. Um, I was just very paying a lot of attention to what Jose was saying. Uh, but yeah, so basically like what you were saying, Jose, just made me think about how it's also important, even though when I've heard people talk about love languages, people are like, oh yeah, like you have like two main love languages. And while I, I think it's important to recognize like that we all do have like a preferred love language in terms of receiving, but also in terms of giving, right? I think it's important to remind ourselves that we can all practice to give and receive different kinds of love. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as like y'all have said, and I mean, I, I think compliments were for me hard to accept for a while too even though like i wouldn't say so much now but it's important to kind of lean into like the things that you're weak at right i remember in in my past relationship of mine like one of the biggest conflicts was that we did not speak the same love language and for example on my part i was insisting on giving love in a way that i overcompensated through that one way of giving love instead of adjusting to the way that they like to receive love Mm. right and looking back realizing how i think part of what that experience was meant to teach me was that sometimes you have to compromise a little bit and that means sort of stepping into the discomfort of giving love in ways that you might not might not necessarily come naturally 
right? Mm-hmm. Also digging into why that is. What is it from your past that leads you to be like a gift giver mm-hmm. or a compliment giver or leads you not to like physical touch, right? Because like there's so much there, right? Like physical touch alone, thinking about that's such a loaded thing, physical touch in, in our society. Um, and so just leaning into those, the things that you might consider yourself weaker, quote unquote, I think is important because you can change, you can grow as a person. The kinds of love you give and receive can change over time. Base production. Wow, uh, that was a, a really, really good conversation, guys. Thank you, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I was super excited because the moment that we came up, we were brainstorming, and we actually, initially, we were gonna do a game. We were gonna do another game as we did. The- the episode before when we got together uh, the Shark Time game from last season which by the way check it out it's, a, it's golden it's oh my gosh so silly and we'll definitely we'll definitely in the future visit that too but with these guys there is so much range not only we, we don't we're not only silly there is a lot of rich content that we can explore and I'm glad that we found a way to translate that into the podcast and I do hope that some of the aspects or something from the podcast stuck with you the audience and gave you some perspective because sometimes also so there is a thing of being two in our heads and not seeing a, a thing from an outsider perspective. So I hope that some of this was an outsider perspective looking into your own life, even though we don't know you personally. We did touch a lot on the topic of friendship in general, and I hope that it helps somehow. If there is a, there is one last thing, there is like one last advice, just fucking listen to the fucking episode from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deceased. <laughs> Wait, that was really- This type is over, bitch. Give me more listens. Uh, yeah, give, me, give me all the views. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> practice love. Read more on it. It was a very more surface level what we talked about. Maybe Salim, let's mention it again. How to love. Uh, yes. Um, so the book is called How to Love by Thikna Han. And the way that you spell his name is T-H-I-C-H-N-H-A-T-H-A-M-H. There you go. Yeah, definitely. Let's all, even myself, I do want to explore more about love because I do feel that a lot of the problems that may rise through from lack of understanding of love and attach that to all of the practices, all of the physical things that you like to do, all of the online things that you like to do. And you'll find beautiful people who resonate with you because at the end of the day, it's about resonating. And it also doesn't happen overnight. Uh, I would say I did know Salim. I did know Jose way before I actually started developing deeper connections with these people and it wasn't even instantaneous that when we started sharing the same spaces that it developed it's not as an exact science i will say that but definitely amongst the crowd you will find those quality people because at the end of the day is as cliche as this sounds it's basically it's very much quantity over quality sorry <laughs> no, you said what you said. You said what you said. Yeah, I said what I said, and I meant yeah. what I said, and I. Exactly. <laughs> it is uh, quantity over quality. Uh, what the fuck? Well, I'm sorry, I got <laughs> kicked out. You said it again. You said it again. He said it again, bitch. He said it again, bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I am. I am sober. It, okay. Uh, as cliche as this sounds. Okay. You got it. You got <laughs> okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. As cliche as it sounds, it is um quality over quantity. Uh, <laughs> but you better re-record that. Yeah. What's about to fuck up? I heard you hesitate. I heard you hesitate. I, I was heard like, it. 
Yeah, what if you say it like that? You think if you say it like that? Quelite. I'm about to hand in my podcast to whoever has the highest bid. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. You okay. Try it again? So, you gotta yeah. practice it. You just uh, practice it. I got it. I think I, that was enough practice. Yeah. Okay. 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 So yeah, as cliche as this sounds, <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that real. You guys know what I meant to say. All right. Um. <laughs> um. Any shout outs? You're not gonna rip <laughs> no, any shout outs? Yes, I would love to shout out my girl Ruby since we talked about her. Yeah, there you um, go. She was a great dance partner. She like helped me be a better dancer, be a better listener in terms of dancing. Dancing. <laughs> she helped me be a better. <laughs> she helped me be a better listener in terms of uh, dancing. She helped me like learn to listen to her and listen to her how she moves and we just became a good parent like that so follow her on instagram at ruby gaskins gaskins is spelled g-a-s-k-i-n-s she's a phenomenal and ruby is spelled r-o-o-b-i there you go i will also put the link to her instagram down below she is a beautiful dancer every time she pops out of my feed i watch the whole thing because it's like wow super mesmerizing so yeah definitely go support go support if same in the same manner you go support small businesses go support small artists i do i do wanna just shout out again uh loretta ross follow her on instagram she is such a well of wisdom so go check out that podcast specifically and go check out her work she also has uh, work online workshop but I think it's only five dollars per class super cheap about learning the calling and culture that she preaches so definitely check out that podcast first and if that sounds interesting to you maybe go ahead and subscribe to her workshop too I think something that's important in any friendship is that there be a balance of give and take I think that for example like as much as one should listen one should also feel that they're listened to and yeah I, I just think you know I think that's important I think when it comes to energy friendships like you said the beginning Tomas like I think they come with a cost it comes with an investment of your time and an investment of your energy and I think it's important that those aspects of like giving yourself that you're also receiving because I mean I think that is one of the ways that different types of relationships and friendships can become unhealthy when you're either giving or taking too much mm-hmm. so you know Absolutely. just an important an important reminder which is why it's really important to check in on people and not take things for granted we are not an all-seeing or like perceiving I mean, like, so maybe some people do have the ability to be all perceiving, but yeah. even if you are a very, if, even if you're a person who carries great perception, you're not gonna be all perceptive 100% of the time. So it's just good to, you know, check in to see how people are doing because For every sure. fucking brain is a universe. Yep. Nobody is a mind reader. Yep. And with that being said, I think this is the perfect time to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you, audience, for listening. If this sounded good to you, you think this will serve for somebody to listen to please share uh please support and also you know i haven't mentioned this ever before but in the link in the official website there is a an option to support monetarily if that's what you feel like doing for the podcast uh, this definitely requires a lot of work and we do it with a lot of love and passion but if anybody feels compelled to help like that it will also be very much appreciated 
Uh, thank you, Salim. Thank you, Jose, for coming. And I'll see you guys and everybody else next week. Bye-bye. Later. Love y'all. Bye. I love y'all. F-R-E-E. That spells free. Credit report dot. Come see me. I saw a new ad on my TV. I thought about going, but I was too lazy. Now nah, I said it in sack. Look at that. I'm riding in like a new kick called in FRE. We are back in here. Okay. So let me know when you guys are ready to continue. Yeah. Was Jose just like, was that the whole music? Like the intermission? Music? Yes. That was the, um, that was my, uh, that your was free my, stuff. Uh, that was when you do when you do your reading. Uh, you can put that in for my, for my uh, That's my reading. Oh, I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear it. But I'll definitely. I'll definitely be hearing it when I edit. So I'll definitely Just add it. Delete in. that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. That is not what deleting that? on the internet. Yeah, bitch. It's that's so forever, much. bitch. He likes you gotta be careful. Ever. And my fucking yeah. obituary.